WTF. Two days following the election. What the hell is going on? And what is the latest in our thousands of videos now circulating the interwebs of voter fraud? We'll take a look for ourselves. Plus also, how does a Nashville comedian find ways to laugh during a crazy year such as 2020? Yeah, Jonathan Craig, he joins in. Also, who is the Heart in Hand Critters Hollow Ranch and Rescue? And why should you attend their massive party this weekend to help the animals? Hashtag doggy style. Yeah, Leanna Romero and Doc Elliott, they'll explain it all. And are you tired of beer that tastes like crap? Well, make your own damn beer then. Jerry Woods and George, they're going to show us how. That's all uh, coming up today on the Joe Padula Show and so much more. Absolutely. Woo! He doesn't wonder what it's like on the ground in Afghanistan. He's been there serving our country and defending Lady Liberty. Absolutely. It's the Joe Padula Show, Clarksville's Conversation. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Dig it. Snap into a Slim Jim. Nah, I shouldn't even say that. They don't, they don't sponsor us. What's going on? My name is Joe. Joe Padula, host of the show. And this former strike soldier, combat war veteran with the 101st Airborne Division Air Assault, is ready. I'm ready for some real talk. I am ready for some real facts. I am ready for your real opinions. Yes, even yours. And I'm definitely ready to party with a purpose. Absolutely. Woo! Yeah, I'll Ric Flair it instead of the, sn- the Slim Jim one. Because the Slim Jim, that was a macho man, Bay. Yes, sir. Right? You know who did the Slim Jim commercial after Macho Man left? The Slim Jim had the contract. And we all know Slim Jim, the beef jerky, right? Mm-hmm. They had the contract with WWF at the time. Now, Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, yeah, Miss Elizabeth. Right. He then left for WCW after he was the Macho King, Mm -hmm. right, with with Scary Sherry, which I thought was hot. (laughs) And when he left, do you know the wrestler who did the Slim Jim commercials to finish out that contract? (sighs) Mm -mm. Bam Bam Bigelow. (laughs) Yeah. And he was terrible at it. Rest in peace, all of them. Yeah. Because all wrestlers, they just end early. Right. Oh, what's going on? Hey, how are you? All right, we got a lot to go over here. A lot of moving pieces today, such as Jonathan Craig, comedian Jonathan Craig. What's up, John? Oh, man, happy to be here. Thanks miss for having you. me. I man, miss it's you. been so long. Too long. The last time you were here, uh, it wasn't even here, okay? Yeah, we, we were affiliated with a different station at the time. But uh, it was uh, 2000, it was the last weekend in May in 2016. So you did your research. Isn't that <laughs> numbers? They just stick yeah. in my head. It's crazy, but I'm glad you're here, glad and uh, you're here. I can't wait to learn because it, it, so many emotions going on. I gotta know from the pros, the comedians, on how to still laugh and smile in a crazy time. Yeah. So good. I'm glad that you're here today. Yep. Just make fun of everybody. That's, Th- that's the rule. Yeah. Just mock away. Yeah. All right. Good. We'll do that in a little bit. Forget about it. Ah, the Brew Boys. What's going on? Not much. Jerry, good to see you. You too. Now, you guys got a big event this week, and we're going to be talking about it because I, I hear a lot of complaining that uh, this beer sucks. <laughs> right. Okay, stop complaining. Make your own. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. You and George are here today, right? What's up, George? How you doing? Doing good, man. Good to be here. And today we're going to go over uh, how, to, uh, how to make your own, why you should make your own. And you brought some in too, right? Yes, sir. We got some uh, homemade beer to try. All right. Good deal. I can't wait for the, uh, for the event. And also back in studio, ladies and gentlemen, look at him go. Hey, uh, give us a nice flex there. Intern Shane. Oh, he's ready. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, I got a good crotch shot, too. I should have moved your camera down a little bit. My bad, brother. <laughs> How you been? I haven't seen you in like a week and a half. Been busy. I know, I know, but you've been killing it, huh? Oh, yeah. And you're, you're going to the Hustler Club. Yep. I, I went there on uh, Halloween night. Uh, you, Halloween night, you went, uh, that's in Nashville. Yep. And that's a, that's a nudie bar? In a way, yeah. We're, we're, well, yes, just a straightforward yes. Okay, good, good. Let's, yeah, let's not start off with lies here. All right. So uh, you went to the nudie bar. Uh, did you see boobies? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm saying yeah because I remember. I heart radio. I can't go off with a nod. Yeah, yeah. I, we don't appreciate the cursing here, but, uh, but we do like reality. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of reality... Um, no, no, they're mostly fake over there. But the, <laughs> did you have to pay to get in? Uh, yeah, but it was only twenty-two bucks. Only twenty-two bucks. Wow, they raised the prices back when I used to go back in the day. It was like twenty bucks. Uh, did you get any lap dances? Two. You got two lap dances. How much did the lap dance cost? Well, this it's usually specials. It's like uh, uh, two for forty specials. <laughs> Two for, two for what, $40. Groupons? What are you going there with? <laughs> specials. Well, the way how the specials work is that uh, it's a two for $40, and the two refers to the two songs. So you get a, a, a two-song dance, basically. Yep, a dance yep, that lasts yep. two songs. That's right. Uh, if Once uh, the song increases, then so does the price. So it's three for 60 you know how? Because I used to go all the time to these clubs, and I loved it. I loved it. Actually, uh, actually, uh, dated a girl that worked there. Uh, she she was just a bartender, though. She was n nothing like that. But, but uh, see, I would always go to the DJ first. So you're gonna learn this, kid. Take notes. You go to the DJ right before you get your lap dance. Okay. You want a two for one? I'm gonna show you how to get a five for one. <laughs> Pick the longest. Size. Yeah. You you give the DJ the money. You give the DJ the like ten bucks. Okay. And you, you can always tell the DJ, hey, coming up on center stage, roast beef. Right, you know, stuff like that. You, you go to that guy. You give him $10. Give him a $10 bill. Ask to play meatloaf. One meatloaf song. Those things go for 12 minutes. Okay? And then you want a two-for-one special night? <sighs> Man, pick a classical song. Beethoven's Fifth. All right, get a lap dance. To friggin' Wolfgang Puck, all right? <laughs> Do it. Well, what about the song that goes like... Yeah, but it, it, you get distracted in those songs. Right. But that's a long song, though. Yeah, but you don't want it to be too long. Then they throw you out for, you know, violating policy. Do you know what I mean? Right. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. But, hey, let's get right into this, okay? So... Just a heads up, Melissa's disappointed in me. Uh, what, for going to the nudie bar? Yep, I, I would assume so. Oh, please. I'm sure she's been to... Listen, don't let any woman, okay? And this isn't me mansplaining or whatever social justice warriors want to call it. <laughs> I did Chip and Dale work. Women are the worst <laughs> when it comes to yeah. adult entertainment. <laughs> Guys, intern Shane doing his two-minute dance, okay? 
He's got to sit there with his hands like this, okay? He can't even smell her. He can't even Joe Biden. He can't even do it, okay? And for two minutes, you got to sit there like this. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, baby, that feels good. You can't even itch. If you got an itch somewhere, you can't even touch yourself, right? So these girls, though, at Chip and Dale night, oh, it, it's, it's like they're... It's like they're grocery shopping for bananas, okay? Squid. Oh, this one's bruised. I can't have that one. Oh, th this one's got a little brown spot. I'm telling you. So don't even start guilting us. You, you women are crazy. Slapping like it's baloney cheeks, okay? Don't, don't even start. Sorry. All right, that's my rant for the day. Here's my rants. Speaking of ranting, WTF. Two days following the election. So, what is the latest and are thousands of videos now circulating the internet of voter fraud? Well, we'll take a look for ourselves now on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Make sure to subscribe, click like, leave your comments, and definitely help us out and share this video now. All right? Even though we're dealing with the, the shadow ban and the suppression stuff, we could definitely use your assistance. Okay? So, damn, boom, boom. And, hey, type in your comments. Let us know what you think. All right? Okay. Uh, election 2020. Does is is everyone up to date? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the most part, it it got so confusing the past couple of days with where everything was going. It's it's hard to keep track of it. Let me break it down, Barney style, because mainstream media, you suck. You absolutely suck. So let's just talk about it. All right. So election night. On Tuesday, November 3rd, I go to bed. I'm like, okay, Trump's up by all these votes in all these swing states. All right, no big deal. I actually didn't go to bed. I kind of passed out because we do a big party. It was good. <laughs> and uh, then you wake up, and you're like, whoa, did nobody's, it's not called for Trump. It's not even called for Biden. What the hell's going on? Well, here's what we woke up to. Take a look at this interactive map. And hey, if uh, you're listening uh, via iHeartRadio or the audio, uh, audio ways, just go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page, click like, scroll down, boom, you'll see the uh, live video feed. All right, here we go. I'm putting the map to uh, what we were looking at. All right, so we were looking at pretty much this. Biden 227 to Trump 208 with some states not filled in. Let me fill in. Where Fox News first called Arizona, even after there was a, uh, there were still five hundred thousand plus votes to be counted, and everyone was like, "Fox News, Fox News, you're fake news, you're fake news now, Fox News, you really are, you you really screwed the pooch," and you have been so for quite a few months, actually, I've noticed. Uh, let's see, Nevada leaning uh, Biden, Biden's in the blue, all right, and then what the hell? Well, no, no, this was uh, South Carolina. Red. Okay. So, and you're like, why aren't these votes being counted? How come the count's not in? We're usually ready to have votes. Well, the whole mail-in ballots, okay, you had these seven states here, Democrat ran. I'm not here to, to bash anyone's political party. I'm just stating out the facts here, where they decided they've had all these mail-in ballots, but wouldn't count them until election night. They've been sitting there. For weeks, days, whatever. Nope, not going to count them. Don't touch them. All right. The states 
that had no problems, Florida, Texas, what did they do with their mail-in ballots? They had it counted as they come in. Very well organized. Florida, who's synonymous with, uh, with voter fraud and all this other stuff in the past, man, they got it together. They knew how to handle an election this year. But the states like Pennsylvania, states like Michigan, states like Wisconsin, North Carolina, Georgia, I do declare, Arizona, Nevada, all got one thing in common. Democratic governor, executive branch. So nonetheless, so now here we are. Trump, huge, huge 800,000 plus lead vote-wise in Pennsylvania. And that's a massive 20 electoral college. Remember, it's 270. 270 to get to the to to to, to get to re-election for President uh, Donald Trump or get elected for Joe Biden. Georgia leaning red. North Carolina re- leaning red. When I went to bed, Michigan, Wisconsin, all leaning red. Then all of a sudden, I wake up. Blue, blue. Oh, blue. Oh, 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 oh. This one's still slightly red, but it would have Joe Biden at 290. Okay. Over, over the thresh mark, where in Wisconsin, okay, 120,000 votes came in at 2 a.m., 100% of them for Joe Biden out of all those votes. So everyone's like, wait a minute, they're pulling a, what is that, Columbo. I just got one question, ma'am. So now everyone's like, hold up, wait a minute. How did Trump who is leaning in red, it's now leaning towards blue. Well, it's still in, in Trump's way. But that's when Donald Trump and his team goes, okay, we gotta, we gotta look into this. We gotta look into this. So they're looking into Arizona, who the ballots are still being counted. Let me show some videos of why, why these Questions are being asked about what the hell's going on. Here, where's my video folder here? All right, let's take a look. In Michigan. Oh, okay, okay, so here's the problem. With all these ballots being counted, it is the state's uh, laws to have uh, voter observers. Okay, you got your voter observers. You got whatever political parties are involved in these races. You got a Democrat, you got a Republican. Hell, Kanye could have his observers watching too. Watching, observing the tallying of the votes. It is a law. They are legally right to be there to observe. So, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, it seems to be that the Republican vote observers were being pushed out of the observation stations. Here is in Detroit, them cheering as they get pushed out. Here, uh, where's the more videos? I gotta bring this one up. Yeah, the Detroit. These are just some of the videos that are circulating out there. And did you hear all of the Republican challengers 
out. Michigan, huge, huge battle state. Then, here's where they're counting the votes. Now all of a sudden, there's videos circulating of boards being put up into the see-through rooms of where the, the ballot counting is happening. Why? Why not have transparency? Why would you even think that putting up these type of things would be good for you? I don't care who you want elected. Don't you want whoever you want to be 100% transparent elected? If you want Joe Biden, don't you want... See, he was fairly elected. This looks sketchy as hell. Plus, it doesn't, a good, doesn't even do a good job hanging out. It's not even level. There it is. They're getting kicked out. Here's another one inside. Check out this video. This, this gentleman here is counting the ballots, right? Watch his reactions. I'm wondering what's going on here. Um, <clears throat> this dude has a fit about something. Another Trump? Could it be? And then flips off a ballot. And then a guy's giving a finger to ballots. And crumples it up. And then crumples it up. Um, that's not voter fraud. I don't know what is. And that is why you need observers watching ballot counters. That's exact. That's just one small example of why. To be honest, to be fair, I don't know exactly what piece of paper he crumpled up, but it seems to be coming from the same pile. That he was, you know, he, another one for Trump, another one for Trump, or whoever, whatever candidate that was. I, I'm not playing politics here. I'm just saying straight up facts. Say those were all Biden votes, and he gives the finger to the Biden vote and crumples up the Biden, Biden vote. Get him the hell out of there. That's pathetic. It's really pathetic. Okay, I, I mean, this, this is just some of the examples. Oh. Record turnout vote this year. Mail-in ballots helped that out. This is the largest, the biggest year for dead voters? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Un momento. Check this out. I got a couple of these dead video of the, the, the dead people voting. So, okay. So people have been putting in people of uh, deceased, their names. Okay. Their names, they, they, they put in all their, their information. 1901, happy birthday. She would be 119, right? Ooh, 119 year old. Scroll down a bit. What do we got? Oh. Application received. Ballot sent. Ballot received. September 30th, 2020. New record for the oldest voter alive. 119 years old. Wow. She died in the 80s. Let's take a look at another one. Again, this is just this is just a little snippet. Okay, here's June Aiken. June Aiken, born in August in the year 1900. Wow. That's 120 years old. June 
Looking good. Milk's gone sour. And, well, how did Jane vote? Oh, yep. June voted. September 11th, the application was received. Right. Ballot received. October 8, 2020. Another example, real quick. Here's another one. Got Terry. Terry Mathis, right? Keep going, Terry Mathis. Yeah, another one. How old was Terry? 1900. Another 120 year old voter. Again, these are just small examples of what the hell is going on. It, 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 and it's, it's nonstop. And this is, for, this, is, this is from the, the Michigan State website where you're able to check to see if your vote got casted. Okay? Again, red flags are going up. I don't care who candidate you're, which candidate you're for. You're talking about election integrity. You ruin it now, you never get it back. If this was happening in favor of Trump, I would be pissed as hell too. If this is happening for Biden, I'm going to be pissed as hell too. Because it's not even about two people. It's about a system that is being corrupted. Tell us where you work. I work in the Traverse City Post Office, more specifically the Barlow Branch. Your boss told you and your colleagues something that shocked you this morning. What was it? We were issued a directive this morning to collect any ballots we find in mailboxes, collection boxes, just outgoing mail in general, separate them at the end of the day so that they could uh, hand-stamp them with the previous day's date. Today is November 4th, for clarification. Who is your boss, and what is his title? Jonathan would be a direct supervisor, yes. John? Not, oh, okay, not that. Okay. the opening supervisor for the Barlow Branch Post Office. So I, and this is anecdotal, uh, Carrie, you're down in another office, let me watch the postmaster doing it. Um, if it were just a typical day, it would be clerks doing it up at the distribution center. So 8 p.m. election day, November 3rd, uh, the Court of Appeals uh, ruled ballots have to be received by that time. And, and what were you told? There are rules for election day. It's called election day. It's constitutional. Okay. Now you take ballots that are being brought in day or two after, and there is a post office whistleblower saying mark them for November 3rd, even though it's November 4th and November 5th where those votes would not be counted. Do you see what I'm saying? Something is going on here. And if anybody is trying to steal an election, I don't care what party they're from. It's not right. It's illegal. And that's why all of this is going to the Supreme Court. This is going to go to the, to the courts. If you're a Trump supporter, if you're a Biden supporter... Don't celebrate. Don't hold your head down. Buckle up. Just buckle up. We got still a little bit to go. And hey, the best is yet to come. Because no matter what happens, this is all going to get exposed. So hopefully uh, our 
next elections, whenever. All this crap is done away with and gone. This is going to be one of the key issues coming up. Voter ID laws need to be put into place. New ways to maybe with cameras over ballot counters. I mean, why aren't these things already in place? Very interesting times. But yeah, yeah, sometimes uh, the crap has to hit the fan before the fan gets cleaned off, right? I don't know if that's a phrase or not, but it should be. I mean, why would you clean a dirty fan, though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or clean a clean fan. That's, that's a good that's point, George. Right. That's a good point. Unreal. Unreal. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You guys, uh, anything to add to this? Bay? Anything? No, I'm good. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Jonathan? I mean, this is an important election. And it's so important that we have ghost voting. That's, that's pretty crazy. I know. They got to have their voices heard, too. I, 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 I hope it's wrong. Like, deep down inside, I, you know, because I, I love this nation. I love this country. I love its people. But if this is actually happening, and, and believe you me, I know there is great. I know there is good. I know there is evil. But this is pure evil. Yeah, no matter what side you're on, you should, you should be on the side of America. Right. That's right. It, it's not right if that's what's happening. Yeah. George, Jerry, what are you guys thinking about all this? I'm trying not to think too much about it. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty troubling stuff right, right. there for sure. Absolutely. Right, uh, George. Honestly, you know, I think that people aren't thinking about uh, the sacrifices that have been made, so that way we can live in a democracy and these people can have the freedom to vote. Yeah. You know, all they're worried about is like, well, I want my guy to win. Right. You know what I mean? It, so. It's right. Unbelievable. Intern Shane, you're young. Do you know anything? When it comes to politics, I'm getting there. Yeah, I know you are. Oh, where'd you go? I'm a, uh-huh. I'm a, no, I'm one of the dead voters. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> uh, I'm a ghost voter. <laughs> but, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> but, uh, Maybe we should go to the Hustle Club more often. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was good. But, uh, but yeah, honestly, just seeing this, I had a feeling that there would be some form of rigging going on, like now it. Uh, especially with stuff going on this week. Like I didn't think too much of it when I was doing my assignments this week, but I'm, but later on I was like, there is a chance that there is something sneaky going on here. And I don't doubt it at all. Cause I feel like didn't the same thing happen four years ago when Trump was uh, first getting elected into office. Didn't they rig votes the same way? Uh, n- negative. N- not that I know of. You know, I, I can't speculate on that because I-, I don't know. But I do know in 2018, I caught wind of stuff like this going on uh, during the, uh, the, the, the midterm elections. Okay? And we saw what happened there with those results. But we, nothing was done. Uh, but now stuff is being done. Lawyers are being sent to these states. And if, if I think how it's going to go, here's my prediction. They did a. They put in a request for a recall in Wisconsin, legally right so, within that one percent. But I think if say Wisconsin and Michigan stays, Nevada might even flip. Arizona might flip, but I think uh, nonetheless, if Nevada stays blue, Arizona goes red as it was projected to, and in, 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 in very very good, not even polling in likely voter surveys. North Carolina, Georgia, which I believe will go Trump, will stay there. 
Pennsylvania will go Trump. That gets him over 270 to 279. So, but I don't think you're going to see that map until a couple weeks, maybe. <laughs> maybe even December. <laughs> Stay tuned. Hey, could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be right. Who knows? That's why you got to tune in to find out. To say, ha, I told you so. Or, ha, ha, Joe. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's move forward. All right. Because uh, it, 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 people are stressed out there. Don't be stressed. Relax. Take it easy. I can understand why you're upset. Just like what George said. I see stuff like that going on. We got people here that fought real hard. Real hard. To make sure that we, we can live in a freedom. Doesn't look too free, so we'll find out. But hey, let's stop hating each other on Facebook. You people are making stupid posts on social media. Okay? You people, you, you, the one about Trump, stop the counting. He's saying stop the counting until you let Republican uh, observers in. That, that's, that's what that's about. But don't say, ah, oh, you, you people don't do your homework. And that's okay. Because you know what? I used to not do my homework when I was in school, and I failed in those classes. Now I do my homework. Now i am got a good C average, maybe B. Sounds like me in college right now. Freaking homework. <laughs> but you got to do your homework. I'm a college kid, too. I can relate. College. College kid going to a hustler club. You're living the life, bro. <laughs> But all right, coming up, how does a Nashville comedian find ways to laugh during a crazy year such as 2020? Well, Jonathan Craig, he joins us. Maybe he can give us some tips. I'll ask him some questions. Maybe he can provide some answers to make us smile during a pandemic, during an election, during a, are the hornets still a problem or no? That thing went away, the killer hornets? I don't know. Yeah, that, that was like a two-day right thing. Right? They, they were here, they left, they yeah. were here, they, I don't know. Right. You know Why? Didn't work for the media. They weren't allowed to vote, probably. That's yeah, that's probably right. That's right. They yeah. casted their ballots early. I'm surprised the Hornets couldn't vote, like, <laughs> on time. Have. The Hornets. You got to research that. They probably did, you know, you got to Google it. They yeah. probably, they're probably in there. They're, they're in there. They're in there. <laughs> the killer bees, the wrestlers, babe. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that's all coming up next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Salutations. This is Casey Bryant with Local Clarksville. Don't forget to download our app to find local places to eat, shop, and play. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Water dogs. Water dog scuba and safety. There's a whole world to discover underwater, and at Water Dog Scuba and Safety, they're here to help you explore it. Veteran and locally owned, and whether you're already an expert diver or beginner seeking adventure, Water Dogs offers private and scheduled dive trainings for all ages. Get those kids, but no dogs. Go check out their Facebook page. Look at their underwater videos. 681 North Spring Street, downtown Clarksville. Go say hello to Rich and Cecil and the team at Water Dog Scuba and Safety. This is Lawyer Wayne. Check me out at LawyerWayne.com and check me out on TikTok at Lawyer Wayne. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, y'all. This is Shelly Holiday, realtor at REMAX North Star. So feel free to add your comments and don't forget to share it on your timeline. Bay's my favorite. Absolutely. How does a Nashville comedian find ways to laugh during crazy years such as 2020? So much going on. 
People are stressed. People are confused. They want to go outside. They want to stop having mask breath. So, who has that answer? It's got to be a funny guy, right? It's got to be a comedian. So, Jonathan Craig, he joins us now on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Boom. What's up, John? How you doing, brother? How's it going? Hey, don't forget to subscribe, click like, share the whole bit, type in those comments. And yeah, yeah, definitely share this video, all right? Here's some pertinent information that people need to know about. That's for sure. I'm ready to laugh, man. Yeah, me too. I'm ready. Listen, as a comedian, okay. I mean, you guys got shut down and everything. Yeah, we were the first ones. All, all gigs stopped a whole bit. So what do you do? Uh, sit around in my underwear at the house. Yeah. Uh, watch TV. Right. Uh, listen to the Joe Padula show. Oh, appreciate that. Appreciate <laughs> that. I'm glad to know that John's in his underwear watching me. It's good. Easy access. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> slitted or, or or not slitted boxers? Well, they end up slitted, yeah. Okay, yeah. very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, okay. Now, um, what was what was people in your industry talking about? Uh, I mean... Were you able to make jokes about COVID when it all started breaking down? So, yeah, I mean, initially we start out with it. You know, we don't know how serious to take it. It's coming from, you know, over uh, in Asia and, you know, we see what they're doing, but it's not here yet. So we're making jokes about right. it. You see it on late night talk shows. And Toilet stuff. paper. Yeah, the, the obvious stuff. And, and But then, man, it just shut everything down and then it's not funny anymore. It's right. Like, oh, man. It, right. I, when, it, when it hits the wallet, it's no longer funny. All that money I was making is gone. You know? Gone. <laughs> Uh, I can't go and travel. I can't go and see, you know, all the fans, all the other. I can't go see other comics that I enjoy. You know, right. I mean, all that kind of stuff. It just pretty much halted it. It was the first industry to be shut down, uh, entertainment-wise. I mean, yeah. comedy, music, it was all pretty much shut down. And uh, it'll probably be the last one to fully recover, too. I mean, just the nature of the business. You're talking to the microphone to someone right in front of your face. Uh, if you're worried about health concerns, you know, you got to take as many precautions as possible, you know, and make sure you're not getting people sick. You got to space them out and all that stuff. So before it was, let's see how many people we can jam into a 10 foot square. Like, t- like take zanies. I mean, yeah. like the, you're, you're sitting on top of people. Yeah, like li- people's laps. And, like yeah. it's a literal lap dance, uh, interchange. You would love it there. It's very nice. <laughs> but now, Ooh. yeah, now everyone has to be six feet like away unless you came with that person. And, uh, everyone wears masks now and it's, you know, it's a whole different world. Uh, the masks trying to navigate through it. Yep. You know what I found interesting is uh, the day after the election, uh, Nashville reported uh, zero COVID deaths within the past 24 hours the day after the election. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Very interesting. You know, because you got to watch out for this uh, this pandemic. Pandemic. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. All right. What about, uh, w- what about getting back to work? Um, yeah, for the most part this year, I, I've done very few shows. Uh I've seen some of my friends, they're out doing some cool stuff, some innovative things came out of it. You know, you drive through shows, you know, drive in shows, at okay. movie theaters and stuff. That's kind of a cool thing. Uh, some of my friends are participating in those. Uh, and then slowly we're getting back. Like I said, you know, Zanies, for example, I'm there Monday, I'm performing. Uh, there's a show there, and uh, everything's going to be spaced out. They, they got rid of a bunch of the seats, so you're not in everyone's lap anymore. So Monday, uh, it, they're ready, but it's going to be. Spaced out. Yeah, spaced out. I mean, it, it, they. I think they have like 300 seats. It's probably going to be like 150. But, um, you know, the, I, I've been in there for a show already when it's spaced out. It, 
honestly, it feels pretty comfortable. I mean, it's, it's like a, a different experience watching a show now. You, like you say, you're not in everyone's lap, um, and everyone wears a mask until you're seated and ordering food and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's a whole different environment, a whole different thing to see and, and see how people interact. you got to cover your mouth when you laugh now so you're not spitting on people and it, all that kind of stuff. Is that a rule? I'm, no, no. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> you can't do it with your hand. you got to. Yeah, you got to <laughs> Right. All right. What about material for Monday? Is it is it too soon for election stuff? Is it too soon for Corona stuff? I would hate to be a comedian this time. I watched and like take the late night shows and how they did these things from their homes. They are terrible. They're not funny. Yeah. Uh, I it's mean, it's not if vetted they're, material. They're they're just if there's no grasping, laugh track. Yeah. It throws it off to to watch comedy without other people laughing with you. It takes the whole fun out of it. You know, you got to watch it with people. You got to see it live. It's like watching that Big Bang Theory with that The Laugh Track. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this this show sucks. It's kind of cringy now. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that nerd's pervy. (laughs) Or The Nanny without The Laugh Track. Just imagine watching that without it. Just her voice. Uh, The Nanny was brilliant, by the way. Intern Shane, okay. (laughs) It was. It's it's an American staple. I'm I'm saying Nanny is a great show, but it's not the same without that Laugh Track. The Nanny. Especially without... Uh, people reacting to Niles's quips. Ah, uh, Niles. Niles. Ah, uh, yes, very good. I, that, I, you're too young for the nanny, aren't you? I used to watch it all the time when I was 12, I still, when we first moved here. I still got a crush on Fran Drescher, though. No doubt. She's aged like wine. Yeah, yeah, stop drinking that. John, Jonathan, <laughs> yeah. okay. What, what other topics are, are off-limits at the moment? I don't think there's uh, anything off limits as long as you approach it uh, in the proper way. Yeah. And I, I feel if you make fun of yourself first, yeah. you open things up to where you make fun of a lot of other people, a lot of other things. And then if you you can address certain topics to where uh, if you're punching up, not punching down, you're not trying to cause harm or cause controversy in what you're saying, you can still be funny in that way. I've seen a lot of comics approach that. What's some and, examples where you... Where you- you failed in that aspect. Uh, the, just go look at my Twitter or Facebook, and <laughs> you'll see them. Now, uh, uh, some sometimes that's where we test out material, especially right now during yeah. the, the pandemic, can't get out. So, social media uh, things don't always hit, you know. And so that's where we're trial and error, try some material and see how it goes. Jonathan Craig, his uh, his Instagram uh, link is in this uh, live video feed. So uh, yeah, definitely click on that. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, what are some of the uh, what are some of the big names that uh, that uh, you you can say you share the stage with? Um, I've been on stage with Chris Kattan from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. Uh, JP Sears. I don't know if anybody he's he's a YouTube guy, Instagram guy. He's real funny. Um, who else have I been? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Who's some of your favorite? Nate Bargatze. I've, I perform with him. Mark Norman. Uh, a lot of those kind of guys. Perform with. Uh, we did a broken record show in Nashville where we broke the Guinness World Record for a uh, longest comedy show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we got to perform with. You know, how, how long was it for? for? Uh, it was 184 and a half hours consecutively. It was like eight days straight of comedy. Unreal. Yeah, nonstop. You had to have at least 10 people in the audience uh, to, to watch. It got, you know, we had a judge from Guinness come out. So that was a lot of fun. And, and we got to perform with like Hannibal Burris and uh, Eric Andre. A lot, a lot of those big names. Did that judge have to be up for 184 hours? Uh, he relied on uh, video footage a lot. Oh, so that's cheap. we had a video the whole entire 184 hours. Uh-huh. And uh, so what he wasn't there for, he reviewed when he got back to England. That's what's up. That's what's yep. up. Who's some of the best comedians out there today? 
Um, I like Theo Vaughn. Okay. Uh, he's great. Uh, Tom Segura is one of my favorites right now. Bill Burr. Yeah. They're, they're all top of the game right now for me. You know, Dave Chappelle. Dave that's, Chappelle. That sticks in stones that he did on Netflix. I mean, we, we've been going through this, uh, this, this, and I, I, I think it's ending where say you want to make a joke that could be deemed as racist or sexist where you get, I don't know, cancel cultured for it. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of that. I, I, I really think the beginning of the ending of that with that PC culture taking over is, 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 yeah. is going to be gone. I hope so. Yeah, and, and he's a perfect example of someone who can take anything yeah. and make fun of it in a proper way to where people aren't going to... If you are offended by it, it's, it's on you. It's 100% on you. You're just finding something to be offended about. But if you can listen to what he's actually trying to say, he's being funny all throughout the whole thing. You just have to listen. Are you saying you're going to be doing transgender jokes this Monday at Zany's? <laughs> uh, no, I don't oh. have any of those in my back pocket. Damn. Sorry. That's no, all right. Because I got a few tuck jokes, if you want. Oh, okay. I, could, okay. I could send them to you. A lot of, lot of fat jokes and uh, wiener jokes. Oh, we, so yeah, we wiener jokes? Those, probably, yeah. yeah. Why? What about the wiener? <laughs> you want to see it? Yeah, no, 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 no. Are you no, no, no. me right now? No, no, no. I'm good. I, I got my wiener intake. No, let me rephrase Whoa. that. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Zany's this Monday. Uh, how can people get tickets? Uh, they go to zanies.com, uh, zaniesnashville.com, and uh, look on the calendar. Yeah, it's too easy. Too, it's easy. too easy. Man, Jonathan Craig is a funny guy. I've seen his shows personally. And, uh, yeah, again, follow him on Instagram, okay? Keep up with them. And uh, definitely check him out this Monday at Zanies because not for nothing, we need to smile more, okay? Yeah. We need to laugh more. Seriously. Hey, uh, best comic ever. Who is it? It's a few. Yeah? Yeah, it's a couple of them. Like? I like Robin Williams. Oh, Robin Williams? Steve Martin. Wait, Martin c- cocaine Robin Williams or, <laughs> or sober Robin Williams? <laughs> That's a hard one because I like them both. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, who are you thinking? Dave Chappelle is pretty tough to beat. That TV show was so good. Yeah, that KKK skit. Oh, it's, my it, God. It's on Netflix. Is, is it on Netflix All three now? series. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, all three of them. I mean, everyone quotes, you know, the Rick James and everything, but and those were great, you know? The the, the Prince one was, was outstanding, oh, too. That, that was the best one. Game. Blouses. You don't have a bad one. Right. I don't think he has a bad one. There's not one bad episode. R. Kelly. The <laughs> racial draft. Okay? Yeah, that was a good one. The cool thing about Dave Chappelle is if you just like watch his stand up and you envision it, you can actually see it as a sketch yeah, too. So that's right. what's cool about his stand up. Right. I like it. Unreal. I really liked I don't know. You know it sucks. Some comics changed. Growing up I loved Sinbad. I just loved Sinbad. Right? I don't know if it's because I was a kid or whatever, but then I watch it now and I'm like, damn. <laughs> But there was one that I watch. I, I Bill Cosby did himself. Um, Bill, Bill Cosby himself, yeah. stand-up yeah. special, brilliant. You go back watching now. You go. I want to laugh. <laughs> Damn it! I want to laugh. That's all good. <laughs> it's okay. You can laugh at uh, Jeff Dunham. Je- yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Dunham. They, you know, he's got the puppets. I right. used to watch that all the time. Watch his stuff all the time when I was a teenager. But Dunham. He, yep. But you want to know, uh, let me ask you this. What are your guys' opinions on John Mulaney? John Mulaney? Yep. 
Let me look them up. It's a good observational comic, uh, kind of like a, a Seinfeld-type comic. Yeah, I, I like the personal stories he tells. Mm-hmm. Like in, I forgot which Netflix uh, special it was where he talks about his childhood and or something that happened on uh, school grounds. I, I, I forgot the name of it, but it was funny. It was really funny. Here we go. Uh, let's try. Let me take a look at uh, John Mulaney. Ladies and gentlemen, John Mulaney. All right, here. Let me get it up there. He better be good. I remember when he was on the show. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> this was recent. Last year, I think. Last, I think. No, this was last week. Last oh, week. Was it? Yeah. He yeah. was on last year too. I think. Trust me, this guy's funny. Maybe I'm confused. I saw Bill Burr on SNL recently. Thank you, thank you very much. It is great to be here hosting Saturday Night Live for the fourth time. He's a four-timer? Damn. He used to be a writer on the show. Uh, Happy Halloween to all of you, and thank you for coming to this, and thank you to everyone here who did so much work to make uh, something happen. All right. See the musicians with the masks? Okay, I I can't. I, I can't. All right? I can't. Because nothing had been happening for so This guy on the drums, all by himself, <laughs> okay, near nobody. All right, I just can't. I'm sorry I'm distracted by it. It almost covers his eyes, which is weird. Right. Too. Yeah. I mean, he has his own little stage there. Like, there is no one right. anywhere near. Like, enough. Enough. So long. We all really appreciate it. Uh, my name, yeah, my name is John Mullaney. I am a comedian, or as I like to call us, the last responders. <laughs> I live in New- is that funny? Was I supposed to laugh? <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Hold on, maybe he explained. I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not putting the guy down. Believe you me, I, stand-up comedy is not an easy gig. No way. New York City, I love New York City, and I love that you're all wearing masks, but I'm a little sad about masks in New York City because it prevents you from overhearing conversations on the street, and that is one of this city's greatest joys. Okay. Before COVID hit, this was in December, I was downtown, I was on West 12th Street. He reminds me of Harry Connick Jr. I can see that. Is that accurate? I can see that. He looks like him. Okay. I can see that. And I was walking downtown. I was With ears that stick out more. And I'm not mocking the guy. I'm just observation comedy. No, I mean, yeah. you're not right. wrong. He's got big ears. Right. Well, that's rude. That's rude. <laughs> on West 12th, and I'm walking this way, and this I'm guy's sorry. walking towards me, and he's on his cell phone. And we're both downtown, and as he walks past me, I hear him go, no, 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 I can't meet right now. I'm way uptown. And then he looked at me, and he winked, and he kept walking. <laughs> it's, the greatest, it's the greatest guy I've ever seen in my life. I don't know. Maybe hey. it's because I quit drinking. You know what I mean? Maybe. Oh, he's he's the best to watch, especially when you're intoxicated. Believe me. Here's my issue with uh, SNL and watching comedians for the first time. That is not the first time you should watch a comedian on SNL. Yeah. You should watch them where they are in their element and doing what they want to do and not being told you can do this joke, you can do this joke. That and, mm-hmm. and it's uh, where they've worked on material over the course of a year versus having to come up with something within a week. To right, tell, right. You know, the national audience. You know, right. It's not going to be as funny. Especially when you share Sarah stage with a, with a drummer who's 15 feet away from anyone, still covering his face. That's one of the biggest masks I've ever seen. Maybe maybe he's dressed up as a zombie. Maybe that's what. You, you know what? Maybe, maybe this is the costume. Maybe that's what Probably. It is, oh, it is Halloween, boy. so. Unreal. Unreal. 
interesting thing. Uh, one quick thing about John Mulaney. Uh, What's that? What's that interchange? How many of you guys have seen Spider Man Into the Spider Verse? Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, it, it was the recent one that came out like two years Is ago. Is that the cartoon one? Yep. Yeah. He voiced for Spider Ham, the the pig Peter Parker. Or oh, Peter Porker. Yeah, Peter that Porker. Was him. Okay. All right. Oh, th- th- him. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I know. I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> I know, assume Bay would know at least. <laughs> you know where we got intern Shane from, right? You know where we met? Huh? At a Comic Con, of course. Back in March. Of course. We were <laughs> we were doing a live broadcast from there, you know, having these interviews with people dressed up. <laughs> and now look at them. <laughs> they now, do those here in Clarksville? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was huge. It was like but uh, I, I gotta get with, I gotta get back with them. See, because we might be doing it at the uh, Oak Grove uh, Gaming Hotel. Nice, that'd be yeah. the perfect place to do it. Right, so we might be doing it there. I say we like I'm involved. Mm-hmm. All I did was make them shake hands. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, about three thousand people came to the last one. Wow. Yeah, it, probably even more this time. That's a lot. They had the 501st. They had the Ghostbusters fan fan clubs who make their own like Ghostbusters gear. They had almost everyone. I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I should, I'm sorry. I should it's have just me. kept my mouth it's shut. It's me nerding out. I'll stop. Well, no, I'm, I love I'm, it. I I'm love just it. curious. What was he dressed up as? <laughs> he he was, created. Hold on. Let me explain. Sorry. <laughs> he created. Intern Shane created his own Star Wars character. Okay? Like, you know. Nerd level two, you dress up like somebody from Star Wars, right? Right. Nerd level four, you create your own Star Wars character. And what was your what what was what was the character? Uh, he was a Sith acolyte, but we called him Darth Jersey. Yeah, Darth Jersey. Right. He was a he was a Sith acolyte. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would explain it, but we'd be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up. Freaking! I don't know. I don't. Know. I had a good time. That's all I know. I do like how some of those girls dress up. Though. I bet you do. Yeah, some of these girls at these uh, these comic cons, mm. they they know they can get laid <laughs> with anyone there, so they strut their stuff like that, and. Whether it's Princess Leia, Mary J, Mary J. Blige, no, oh. Spider Man, Peter Parker's girl. Oh, <laughs> I like uh, the aunt, Aunt May. Yeah, May. Only when what's her name's planner, Melissa Torme. <laughs> oh yeah, from the new ones, uh, from the Tom Holland ones. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Tom Han- Holland ones. <laughs> right, those ones. <laughs> all right, coming up. Let's do this. All right, because I'm actually getting a little thirsty. And, uh, you know, you get people out there saying that beer sucks. Right. Well, now you can make your own damn beer. All right. So it doesn't suck. So Jerry Woods, he's with us. George is joining us. And we're going to go over how to make your own beer and what event tomorrow where you can actually do the steps itself and have a good time. That's all coming up next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, Kevin. No, you listen to the Joe Padula show. He's way funnier than DJ Pryor. Absolutely. You know what I can't stand? When you have people in Clarksville saying that there is nothing to do. Not for nothing. You couldn't be any more wrong. And obviously, you've never been to O'Connor's Irish Pub. Right off of Exit 1. It's like an adult daycare center. 
I mean, you go inside, you got the food, you got the drinks, okay? You got the DJ, you got the stage, you got the live music, the whole bit. It's fantastic. They got pool tables in the back, dartboards, video games, UFC main events on the dozens of screens that are inside and out. Oh, and outside. They got the cornhole boards. They got the outdoor tiki bar. They got the outdoor DJ party. They got this huge, massive stage where they bring in the big names like Black Label Society and Puddle of Mud and Greta Van Fleet. The monthly bikini contests are great. And I'm even getting good at that beer pong. They got karaoke nights on Wednesday. Open seven days a week. There's always something to do in Clarksville. O'Connor's Irish Pub. Exit one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you tired of beer that tastes like crap? Well, make your own damn beer. And now you can. That's right. We got Jerry, we got George. We got to talk about the Learn to Homebrew Day. It's going on this weekend. And they join us on the show now. Good to have you guys. How you doing? Thanks for having us, Joe. Really appreciate it. I like what you guys do. There is a problem. You guys provide a solution. We do. Right. We do. Uh, again, the uh, the Learn to uh, Homebrew Day, okay, uh, brought to you by the uh, the Grog Homebrewing uh, Supply. All right. The the Carboys are going to be uh, the Clarksville Carboys Homebrew Club, uh, which is a fantastic group, by the way. Veteran brewers. All right. They're, they're encouraging uh, you to come on out. All right. Before we get into the details of the event, why? Why should anyone want to make their own homebrew when they can go to the store and, and buy whatever they want? Because you can make it however you want it. Okay. You can make any kind of beer you want. I love to make a jalapeno beer. So a jalapeno beer. So I throw jalapenos in there. Really? I've even heard of people making pork chop beers. I wouldn't advise it, but I've heard of it. <laughs> How do they make a pork chop beer? They put a pork chop in it. When no. Or cooking it. Like pork chop grease or pork chop extract? actual pork chop. It's just... I, <laughs> That's one of those really, really one-offs, yeah. like do it at Comic-Con. Right, 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 but, right. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, you can have fun with it. Marshmallows, uh, people put Captain Crunch in there. Um, you got the beer purists, and then, you know, you got people that like to have fun with it. Right. So, so when you make your own beer, you can kind of do whatever you want. That's it gives you it control. So yes, absolutely. Now, uh, okay, uh, how long would it make you to take a beer? How long? You can make a beer... Uh, the cooking process can be anywhere from about an hour and a half to six to seven hours, depending on their techniques. Really? And then it takes about three days to several years for it to finish, depending on the style of beer. It's a, it's not undifferent from wine in many ways. Wow. Yeah. So you can really, I mean, if, if you want to make a beer, you can have it by the end of the month and drink it. Yes. And then you can make a beer, save it for next year, whatever. Big celebration. Yep. Here's your Christmas brew or whatever. Yep. Very impressive. As a matter of fact, the third beer that we gave you here is an Oud Brown beer. It's from Belgium. Okay. And they make these. They age them in uh, wooden barrels for years and years, and then they blend them, and it's got a slight sourness to it. It doesn't go bad. It, it gets better with age to a certain point. Yeah. And I know you're a wine guy, but yeah. I like wines, you know. Hey, the 56 is the best year, and, I, and it's starting to turn. These, right. these these special beers like this do the same kind of thing. Interesting. I was wondering why it tasted a little bitter. It's got some sourness yeah. to it. It's on purpose. Now, what's this uh, What's this first one we're doing here? So the first one is a style called American Pale Ale. Okay. Pretty common in America. Right. Uh, a lot of the breweries in town make it. Um, it's just... It highlights American hops, and American hops, like most American things, are just very bold and a lot bigger than anybody else. So 
there's an English pale ale, but this is an American one. So it's usually got citrus, pine. Yeah, resiny, yeah, it tastes of citrus in it. Cattiness. I like it. Yeah, good beer, maybe 5.5% alcohol. Right, right. Light, nothing too crazy, good taste. Yes. I like it. And, and you made this. I did not make it, but a homebrewer did. Oh, okay, all right. Yes, yes. all these are homebrewed beers. Because it, it it tastes like something that is a very, I don't want to say professional, because your, your product is professional, but it, it's like something I could buy at the store. Yeah, absolutely. Can you save money in the long run? Yes. Y- really? Yes. Not if you drink Bud Light. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it, it would definitely depend on the type of beer. Like, if you like Budweiser, yeah. it, it's going to be more cost-efficient to just go buy Budweiser. And you'll but, never make Budweiser as good as Budweiser. Right, right, right. I mean, they got it down to a science. They've been right. doing it for a while. But if you want to go outside the realm of Bud Light, Budweiser, how much How much do I need to, to get started? How, mu- how much would it cost me? So, on Learn to Brew Day, um, you could probably show up with around $70. You could buy the ingredients and the equipment that you need to make your first batch of beer, and you could go home with five gallons of beer. For 70 bucks. Around there. It depends which style of beer you pick to choose. Uh, depends which equipment profile you buy. But you're, you're still saying five gallons. Five gallons. About two cases. Damn. Yeah. All right. So tomorrow, all right, and it's starting at 9 a.m. You guys are Saturday. Get, uh, Saturday. I'm sorry. That's right. It's still Thursday. Saturday night. So Saturday uh, on, uh, at 9 o'clock, November 7th, and you guys are going to be there all day at like 5 p.m. We're starting at 9 uh, we're going to have uh, some experienced home brewers on site. Uh, we'll have some extra equipment. So if you want to show up and, and make your first batch of beer, you can. We'll have the stuff to uh, assist you. Uh, the first come, first serve on the extra equipment. But, uh, yeah, we'll be hanging out making beer. We'll be tasting uh, homebrew throughout the day. We're gonna can kids come? Kids can come too? Yes, it's great science teaching. It is science teaching. Yes, we can teach kids a lot about science. Wow. And this is right off of Dumbo Cave Road there? Uh... Yep. Right, all, all, all the links are, are in this uh, live feed here, okay? Uh, you know, the, the event page and everything. All right, what's next? What's next to drink? So the next one in the stack is a, is a Belgian pale ale. So obviously it's, it's Belgian origins, and Belgian beers typically have a lot of, like, uh, spicy pepper-type flavors associated with yeah. it. Yeah. But it's a pale ale, so it's hop-centric. Comedian uh, Jonathan Craig, yeah. They taste good. I wouldn't recommend smelling this one, though. Okay. It smells like gym socks, but yeah. it tastes really good. <laughs> it's supposed to oh. smell like gym socks, believe it or not. <laughs> Why is that? Um, it's the yeast that the Belgians use. Uh, it just gives off that, that aroma and that slight flavor. But it's like uh, the weird cheeses that some people like. You just learn to like Dated it. Dated a girl with yeast infection. I understand exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now, now, was that throughout the whole time y'all dated? Or mm-hmm. just, okay. Yeah, she gave it to me. Right. Can I get a yeast infection? Yeah, I don't know. Drink enough beer, you will. Alexa, can I get a yeast infection? Here's something I found on ShareCare. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's All right. enough. All right. The one Alexa, time, stop. The one time Alexa decided yeah. to work. work with you. I know. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and you like the spicy one, too? That... Yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. All right. Good deal. Yeah, the Belgians, uh, they make a lot of beers for such a small country, and um, they're all a little different, but they all kind of have that characteristic of that spicy... Mm-hmm. What's what's the next one? Pepper. So this is the that old brune I was telling you about that can age for years. And yes. Years. Um, Intern yeah. Shane, are, are you able to? Uh, it, can, it does smell like wine. Can you give yes. me a cup of that one? Yes. Thank you, thank you, Intern Shane. And Intern Shane, you got to make sure you, you're 21, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to have some too. But yeah, a lot of people say they don't like beer, and there's there's literally um, 
in the beer judge program there's over 130 different kinds of beer and they're making up new ones every day and this they, one smells good you can make anything you want I'm, I'm a very yeah. firm believer that there's a type of beer for everybody even if you don't like a bud light you know what I mean? Like, the, there's a type of beer that mm. someone yeah, will this like. This one's more like a wine. Yes. It is, it I was like just about yeah. to say that. I feel like I'm on an NPR show. Yes, yes, it's... it's mm. Sweaty balls. Yeah, sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. 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 <laughs> not, not sweaty. Big difference. <laughs> he said sweaty. Okay. So, mm. uh, so yeah, What? What? how long did it take to make this one? I, I don't know what the brewer's technique was, mm-hmm. uh, but probably the brew day process was about five to seven hours and then it probably aged for at least um several months that's awesome Uh, we we can use smaller wood barrels so the interaction happens faster than it does on a commercial level with the giant giant fooders and barrels so the girls are right size matters it does damn okay (laughs) what's a uh what's the uh, so is, is this the last one now the the last one that we poured is actually uh it's a specialty beer and it's a porter, which is like a chocolatey type beer, but it, it was also uh, it had cherry wood malt added to it. Ooh! So great cigar campfire beer. Oh yeah! Um, Intern of- Chang, <laughs> can you give me a cup of that one too? <laughs> oh, I knew yeah. you. Go. This would go yeah. really good with a cigar. Uh, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. please! Super smoky. Go. It's almost got a uh, Canadian bacon type aroma oh, coming off no, of it. No, say it ain't so. <laughs> so you're saying there might be pork chop in here? Uh, this could be a pork chop beer, and it was just a trick. It was just a trick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Be heavy with that pour too. Let's give him yeah. a bottle. Yeah, a little bit more, a little bit. I can't, I can't. I, I, I quit drinking. I really did. You see, you're just tasting now. Yeah, that's, that's right. Difference. I know, but that's the problem. You get to taste, <laughs> and you want to just friggin'. Oh, it just smells good too. Yeah, the brewer on this one did a really good job. Really good job. That is a good cigar yeah. beer. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife and I, I mean, when we're, you know, we'll brew on a turkey fryer just, you know, right in front of our house. And while we're brewing, we like to, you know, just hang out and have a cigar, especially uh, this time of year. It's nice and cool outside. Feels great. Let the dogs run around. Right. So. This is this is perfect outside. You know, you got you, nothing too heavy on, but maybe, uh, you know, your fall jacket got this in hand. Yeah. Cigar. Got some Beastie Boys playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, girls. Right. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. It's, it's. I don't want to call it a hobby though. It, it, it sounds like a passion. It's. It can be both. Right. You know, I said you can spend sixty, seventy dollars to get started, and yeah. just like every hobby, mm-hmm. I know guys who've spent tens of thousands of dollars on their equipment, and uh, but you don't have to. Right. Um, like uh, George and Lily, they haven't been brewing that long. No, we're we're pretty new to uh, beer brewing, um, but we we usually make mead and wine. Um, so that's another thing. If if people who like mead and wine, you know, yeah, when are you bringing that in? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, bringing the mead and wine in. Here. I, I can if you want me to. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, what if, are you if, doing tomorrow? If people are interested <laughs> in that, you know, they can they can come out to the brew day. Also, it's not it's not just for beer. It's for you know anybody who brews anything at home. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you guys are holding the event. Yeah, it's it's actually a national event, and you know, and our local yeah our local club is hosting the event here, and you know, with the COVID, it's going to be outside. Good. Uh, social distancing. Yeah, um, sure. But uh, yeah. After the third drink, that goes out the door. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Are you trying to drink through your mask? Yeah. You know, one or the other. Um, but no, yeah, uh, should be a great time. Just even if people just want to swing by and talk to a couple people and see what's up. 
It's not a bad idea. And hey, don't forget, it's this weekend. It starts at 9 a.m. It goes all day, all right? It's uh, right off of Dunbar Cave Road. All the information, it's, it's on the link within this live video feed, within this live audio feed. All right, so uh, definitely go check it out. Uh, go say hello to the the, 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 the grog. I mean, the, you got the, the car boys, the, the whole bit. It's good times. Good for you guys. I'm glad you guys are doing it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to stop on by, too. You should. You said there's going to be wine there. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, now, bring, I'll bring some meat if you want to try some meat. Now, Absolutely. I'm doing a week. I'm doing a week. I need a week. And that week starts Sunday, right? No, the week started yesterday. I'm on day one. This doesn't count because it's sipping. It's tasty. I'm going to sip a whole bottle this weekend. I'm telling you. <laughs> Damn. It's good stuff, though. That is. Yeah. You guys are good at what you do. Salute. Get it out of here. All right. Well, we got a, we got the every Thursday night at uh, Wicked Good Sandwiches. is Wicked Good Trivia. 7 o'clock every Thursday night. 605 Cumberland Drive. A lot of prizes to be handed out. Come on out. Have a good time. That's what we do. We party with a purpose over there. Bay. Yes. What a day, huh? Yep. It's been a while since we had Jonathan Craig in here. So, sorry, we ran out of time. I, I had more questions and stuff, too. Yeah, it's all good. But I'm glad we got a chance to promote you and, and plug you for Monday. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. Nobody's plugging him Monday. <laughs> all right. But uh, Monday at Zany's. Yeah. Definitely check him out. Jonathan Craig. Uh, Jonathan, uh, you learn anything on the show today? Anything saying that for you? Well, I mean... That first part uh, was pretty heavy with the whole voter for fraud Un- type stuff going on. I mean, I didn't even see any of that before I came here, so that's kind of... It's uh, crazy. Yeah. There's, so. there's some weird things going on, and the best is yet to come. You'll see. Just, just be patient while we try and eliminate the, some some Ill- illegalities out there. Yeah. Good to have you here today. Yeah. We, got, we got to do it more often. I'd love to come back. Good time. deal. Yep. Good deal. Ah, the car boys. George, Jerry, anything stand out for you guys today on the show? Learn anything? I thought it was interesting. He said it takes uh, about a year to get an act together. A year? To test it. For, uh, he, he right up on that mic, Jerry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, a year to get to, to, to refine an act, I guess, is what you, I think what you implied. Yeah, that's... Comedy's no joke either. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> Not for long. It's crazy. <laughs> Not Yeah, right? It sucks. I did it for about 10 years in New York, stand-up comedy, okay? Joe Padushbeg, okay, <laughs> was the stage name. And I'll tell you, this is easier than, yeah. hey, hey, why the chicken cross the road? Right. Hey, to get to the other side. Right. Nope. George, anything saying that for you today on the show? Um... I mean, it was it was cool to uh, you know hear what's going on on Monday. I might run down and check them, you know, check them out. Right? But, uh, yeah, it was it was just good to be here. You, you know? got you got to support. You you got to support events, things that are going on, things that are happening. Enough, enough with with friggin' home. Okay, we're good. It's okay. Wash your hands. Boost your immune system. Zinc it up. Or, I mean, you know, alcohol does kill germs. I'm yeah, it does. It oh, there. I know. Believe you me. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I haven't gotten corona yet. I tell you, you know, I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy, but uh, but I hear you on that. Shane, where'd you go? <laughs> why do I keep Ooh. missing you? 
I am the spirit <laughs> of the voters. <laughs> Why do I keep missing him? What happens on this? I'm not going to Here, tell we'll, you we'll just who put I him on voted the big one. Oh, you know what the things give me. Here, just lean over, okay? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> just oh, lean. I didn't know I was on camera. Just lean in. Here, grab that microphone when you lean. Interchain, what'd you learn the show today? Well, I learned uh, about the different ways how beer is brewed. Yes. I mean, fantastic. I, I, I want to learn. I, I, I want to make my own batch. And there's got to be a, such a proud feeling, such a, wow, I, I made this. It is. Right. It, yeah. It's also really cool. Like if you go to a store, you know, uh, my wife likes Sam Seventy Six yeah. uh, beer, um, so she she tried that and she's like, "Hey, this is really good." We just looked up a recipe online, went and bought all our own ingredients. And able to, and it's not it's not the exact same, but it was it was good beer. You know, right? I like it. So, hey, what'd you learn on the show today? <laughs> beer and the election. Yeah, beer and the election. Yep. Twenty twenty in a nutshell. Beer and the election. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Tanya is a wise guy. <laughs> I learned that they give passes to uh, to the hustler club. Yeah, that too. That's what I learned on the show. Twenty one of them to one person also. Yeah. Right? How did you get that? Man. <laughs> um let's just say that apparently um what I was you, apparently one, a good customer, I guess. Good so, customer. So Bottom one of the workers freeze. there, not one, uh, one of the workers there, just came up and said, "Here, take these, give them to all your friends." I'm like, "Wow!" And the thing is, uh, they're mm. like two sided. One side is for Deja Vu, the other side is for the Hustler Club because want, they're owned by the same guy. Right. right. I wonder what he did in the champagne man. <laughs> How much did you spend there? He could be honest. <laughs> he had to think about it. How much? How much did you spend there on you Halloween got, night? You ain't got to answer that. <laughs> Who, are you lawyer Wayne now? Was it a lot? He pretty penny. How it many commas like. are in that number? Yeah. <laughs> look at the look on what, his Was face. it over 100 bucks? Did you spend over 100 bucks? Oh, yes. my God. He probably spent That like, counts for admission and the two dances. Did you say emissions? Admissions. Oh, admissions. <laughs> but okay. there is a benefit. I did get a free soda. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, if you want to give me $100, I'll give you a free soda. Yeah. I'll give you a free beer. Uh, oh, man. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you're safe. Glad you're safe. <laughs> did, did you have to wear a mask when you got the lap dance? Yeah. No. Yeah, ev everyone had to wear a mask. No. Both workers and customers. No. So hold on. You can take all of your clothes off. But keep that mask on. But right. keep your mask on. <laughs> yep. Basically. All right. Let's get. I got to get out of here now. All right. Uh, thank you for allowing us, enabling us to have a conversation. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll look forward to the next one here on the, uh, the Joe Padula Show. Where uh, America parties with a purpose. Absolutely. It's the Joe Padula Show. Clarksville's conversation. Absolutely.